Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called The Moringa Grove, an original story written by Daniel Hines that we first released a little over a year ago. In light of recent events, our team felt it would be beneficial to re-release this story from our back catalog to encourage thoughtful conversation among our listeners and their families. We hope everyone is staying safe. We'll have a brand new story out for you later this week. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. The Moringa Grove Once upon a time, in a sprawling stretch of sun-scorched savanna, long before humans had spread across the earth, there was a terrible drought. The sun shone down merciless as a lion on the hunt. It dried up all the water from the lakes and the ponds. It dried up the water from the rivers and the streams. It even dried up the waters from the hidden pools that came bubbling up through the savanna mud, leaving the ground hard and cracked and oh so very dry. The acacia and baobab trees withered and twisted and turned to kindling. The brush turned brittle as bone and soon it was clear that all it would take is a single spark to set the whole savanna burning. To make matters worse, there wasn't a scrap of food to be found on a root or branch or stem. The animals got hungrier and hungrier, and the hungrier they got, the angrier they got, until tempers were as dry and as dangerous and as close to burning as the trees. Eventually, the animals all gathered at the last remaining grove of moringa trees. The trees were fed by a deep spring of clear, cold water, so they grew tall and broad despite the endless heat. And, to thank the spring, they sheltered it from the sun with their heavy green leaves. At the Moringa Grove, there was an uneasy truce. The cheetahs didn't eat the zebras, the hyenas didn't eat the wildebeests, and the lions didn't eat anyone, even though they really wanted to. Instead, they gathered round the spring in a big crowd, all trying to push their way through to get a drink of the cool, fresh water. "'Get out of my way!' called a lean and cunning leopard at the back of the press. I need a drink, and I need it now. A stout warthog with gleaming tusks hollered back. We're all thirsty. You should wait your turn with the rest of us. The leopard quieted, ashamed, but shortly thereafter a vulture landed on a nearby branch and began to whisper into his ear. Are you going to take that attitude from some striped warthog? You have spots, the finest of all the fur, clearly superior to stripes, the vulture said with a wicked smile on his beak. Next he flew to the warthog and leaned in close. Mr. Warthog, the stripes on you and your piglets are the finest fur in the savanna. Why should you be forced to put up with spotted fools like that leopard? One by one, the vulture visited each animal and praised their stripes or spots, telling them why their fur was superior to the other. This may seem strange, but you have to realize that, as the cheetahs eat the zebra and the hyenas eat the wildebeests, the vulture eats every creature, great and small, spotted and striped, and delights in starting trouble where there is none. And they are very, very good at it. So it was, before long, the vulture's spark of anger flickered to flame among the animals at the spring. This is ridiculous, spat a cheetah. We spotted animals are clearly superior to you ugly stripes. 
It's for the good of the savannah that we should drink first and keep up our strength. You stripes can suck the water from the mud when we're finished. Spots? Beautiful, said a zebra with a snort. Unlikely. Spots go to bed at night and dream of stripes as bold and beautiful as mine. The stripes should drink first and you spots can lick the water from the stones if we decide to leave you any at all. Now, now, said a giraffe looking down on all the other animals from her fine long neck. There's no need to fight. I think it's clear that the animals with spots should drink first. After all, we are the most beautiful. You stripes should be proud to drink our leavings. Most beautiful, my horns, grunted a wildebeest. You spots think you're better than us, but you're not. We stripes are more beautiful, stronger and smarter, too. If you're lucky, I'll let you suck the water from the hairs on my chin, but only if you mind your manners. The animals all began to shout and holler and push against each other. The spots were all on one side and the stripes were on the other. Unnoticed, the vulture fluttered down, took a long drink and licked his beak. He then flew back to his high branch, where he looked down on the fighting with a secret smile. Spots or stripes meant nothing to him. By setting them against each other, he got his drink, and he would soon get his meal as well. "'You spots should just leave before we make you leave,' said a zebra, digging at the earth with her hooves. "'Make us leave?' laughed a cheetah. "'I'd like to see you try it.' The cheetah advanced on the zebra, belly low in the moringa grove teeth bared. Leave him alone, boomed a voice. It was a young tiger, striped orange and black. If you're so ready for a fight, Spot, then try and fight me. The young tiger and cheetah were the same size, and they came together in a snarling, clawing cloud of dust. They rolled and wrestled and fought through the grove, through the spring, through the dirt, the spots all cheered on the cheetah, the stripes the tiger, and they fought on until both were completely covered in mud and grime and marked from claw and tooth. Eventually they could fight no more, and both fell panting to the ground by the spring. Above them all, the vulture laughed and laughed. The animals on the ground looked back and forth between the two cats, wondering which they should help. As they stared, they realized that the two cats were so covered in dirt and cuts they could no longer tell which was Spot and which was Stripe. They looked on helpless until a young warthog, fur all striped, picked up a broken moringa branch in his mouth. He dipped it into the water and brought it to one cat and then the other, letting them lick the cool water from the leaves. "'Wait!' said the zebra. "'That might be the Spot you're helping.' The warthog stopped and looked at all the animals gathered. Spot or stripe, who can tell and who can care, he said. Look at their cuts. They both bleed as red as all of us. Spots and stripes are nothing but a covering we're born to. It's what's inside that matters, and inside we all have hearts. And it's those we should be using. He picked up his branch and returned to the spring, and this time other animals, spots and stripes both, helped him. They soon had both cats back on their feet, drinking from the spring. "'I am sorry,' said the zebra to the cheetah when he was cleaned. "'When we fight between spots and stripes, it only serves the vultures.' The vulture, who started all the fighting, heard this and quietly flew away. There would be other groves, other droughts, and it was clear his tricks would not win him a meal today."
Once he was gone, the animals helped one another to the spring. The large helped the small, the strong helped the weak, the spotted helped the striped, and the striped helped the spotted. And, as they helped one another, a warm rain began to fall. It softly filled the lakes and the ponds, it surged down the rivers and the streams, it even gave new life to the hidden pools that came bubbling through the savanna mud. And though the animals all went their own way, they never forgot the lesson they learned that dry afternoon, deep in the shade of the Moringa Grove. The End Today's story, The Moringa Grove, was an original story written by Daniel Hines and performed by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support the show, please head to our iTunes page and leave a review for Stories Podcast. If you would like to receive a thank you in a future episode, please visit patreon.com slash stories to make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and tell us who we should thank. Thanks for listening.